morning, everybody. Oh, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about movies and TV. Hosted by the Turkey Boys, Ryan Eckner and myself, Scott Sweeney. How do you do? This is uh, a track called Belly of the Whale by mm. the Newsboys. What do you think? I think this is a great track. I know this is one of your favorites. It is. More songs should feature whistling, as we've discussed in the past. Mm. I don't know Agreed. why every song that comes out is in, you know, have a nice whistly breakdown. Are we good audio-wise? I noticed you're doing some tinkering. Yeah, just We're making good? sure everything's okay. good. Okay. You hearing me in your headphones? Kid. I'm in. Folks, this is chapter 56 of The Book of Enough. And we're back. We're still called enough because yes. we got no emails about... Not Jake. a single post, email... <laughs> no. No... Distress signal? Has Right. Yeah. I, I couldn't decide which one I wanted to do. <laughs> I was thinking of doing the peace and love. Peace and love. Oh, peace and love. Peace and love. I felt it bubbling in. With peace and love, no one sent us any emails. Yes, hello. Um, we got a lot of news this we week. Big week. Yeah. I suppose. Big week in Harvey Weinstein news. Mm. Let's just open up with that. In my opinion, that's the biggest news story. All right. He was found guilty of third degree sexual assault and sexual criminal act. Yes, convicted. Third degree rape, I guess. He was mm. convicted, yeah. So he's going to jail. Mm. Well, he hasn't been sentenced, but I think that anything with rape in the title is a guaranteed, Yeah. at least... I saw a bunch of articles like, what's next for Harvey Weinstein? It's like, prison, I think, <laughs> it would seem. Yeah, he's not going to get the death penalty or anything, but I, I would like to see... Because California does have the death penalty, I believe. Oh. I think they do. Interesting. But, you know, we'll see if he actually... How much time he does? Yeah. If somebody's, you know, if somebody squeezes him out, I feel like somebody's gonna get him out. It's a shame all that acting he did, walking around with a walker with tennis balls on it and pretending like he's dying was all for naught. His performance wasn't good enough. Who do you think's gonna play him in the Weinstein biopic that I feel like is an inevitability? I'm worried I'm gonna steal your joke with any suggestions. So who you got? <laughs> I don't, I, all I had was Paul Walter Hauser. I think he could crush this role. He is the go-to biopic guy now. Yeah. Having done And size-wise, he could pull it off. And I think he has what the chops. What about Jeff Garland? Like, Curb making Actually, that yeah. point, that would work. I mean, he's not a very good actor, so that would probably be the problem. He's not a very good actor. Yeah, I saw that coming. Um, yeah, well, you know, he's a, Harvey's a fucking scumbag, and I'm glad that he's finally getting what he deserves it not i don't think he's getting what he deserves unfortunately from everything i've read about and heard about you know yeah mm. you know 60 women don't come forward if you're not like the world's biggest piece of shit yeah so you know it's a bummer that he's not you know he's never gonna work again but he still has tons of dough and he'll probably get out of jail after a year or two it's not like they're gonna put him away for the rest of his life please please um what else you got I mean, speaking of things that shouldn't exist, uh, Parsons will love this, and probably nobody else. NBC has renewed all three of their Chicago shows, the Chicago-verse. Chicago Med, Chicago PD, and Chicago Fire. And not only did they renew all of them, they renewed all of them for three seasons each. Which is just like... (laughs) 
they're really doubling down on Chicago. I think that we're just such a niche preference in terms of what we like movies and TV wise without irony like I'm not talking about our jokingly watching The Bachelor like the stuff that we actually think is good content mm. I think that there's a large array of people across the country oh. who are very very in- invested in Chicago? The Bachelor <laughs> and, right in the Chicago verse and all that crap and every Wednesday I go on vacation to Chicago buddy <laughs> I love it Oh. And yeah, like, I don't what know. What a fucking bummer that is. Do they even do Chicago related, like, stuff? Is it. I, have, like, I haven't a clue. Are there, like, deep dish pizza related emergencies for these like crossovers? The bears. Some guy, like, got a bear claw lodged in his esophagus, <laughs> like, in the skit. That's probably sketch. a three episode arc. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if that's all it takes to create a successful universe that goes for, like, a decade. Why don't we start Boston Med and Boston PD and Boston Fire? Give us a green light. Mark Wahlberg's already working on it. How you doing? The hey, Boston Universe. I lost 10 pounds in five days. It's terrific. You guys going to do a story about my bone broth cleanse? Did you come by Wahlberg's on Ash Wednesday? Oh, yeah. You get a free side of wall sauce. Full of ashes. Terrific. Uh, <laughs> but he really did lose five pounds, or I'm sorry, 10 pounds in five days, which like wow. there's no way that's healthy. I don't like that one bit. I mean, I'm sure he's got it under control. I, also I watched Ted the other day. Lucy and I watched Ted in a hotel room. We were in Portland. That's fucked up. Um, I have a reveal. Ted-wise? What? Yeah. You enjoyed it? I didn't hate it. Yeah, Ted is okay. Ted 2 is one of the worst comedies ever produced. I, 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 I hadn't seen it in 10 or 7 years or whatever, whenever it came out, 8 years. Mm. And it... I, no, I'm not talking about Ted 2. I'm talking about Ted 1. Yes. And it made me it made me laugh. Wow. Reveal. It was just, I was just so lazy. It's like the exact Peter Griffin voice, but it's a teddy bear this time. Yeah, it's like, like yeah. come on. It's still funny, though, like Mark Wahlberg <laughs> fight, fighting him in <laughs> the hotel room. That was funny. Was it? No. <laughs> Speaking of fighting and Harvey Weinstein, this is not a joke. Debunked. This isn't a joke. I had a dream that we were at Joey's house, like at a party, and we were in high school still, or right around it. Mm. You and me were walking down the hallway having a conversation. I'm not making this up. Okay. Having, and I can't believe I didn't tell you about this. I guess I want to save it for the show. We were walking down the hallway having a conversation about Harvey Weinstein at, the, at Joe's parents' house. Mm. And Harvey Weinstein was at the party, and he overheard me and started a fight with me, and I kicked his ass. Wow. With the help of Trey, my other friend. You tell me I didn't step you in. You did not step in. <laughs> you were there to talk the shit, and then I handled okay. the rest. Okay, all right, which that is all right. Does sound mildly realistic. And that's all I remember. But I remember beating up Harvey Weinstein wow. in my dreams. That's a fun dream. I did that for all the ladies out there in the Me Too movement. Yeah, you're like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's I don't normally have coherent like dreams where things happen or that I remember. Yeah, but I remember just I wrote it down right away, I guess, and then I forgot it until just now. You're like so. a dream hero. You're taking down Weinstein. I beat the shit out of him. I think next you'll be taking down Freddy Krueger. Really, just making <laughs> Can't dr- wait. making dreams safe again <laughs> out there. I also saw that Steven Spielberg announced he will not be directing Indiana ah. Jones Five. Which is pretty Saw that too. pretty big news, and they're trying to like pretty. they're trying to bury the lead, be like just casually being like, oh yeah, he's out of this franchise he started and directed every entry of 
But maybe we have James Mangold coming in to like... Is he not even a definite yet? They put him on IMDb. Oh, really? They did, yeah. They phrased it as in talks, which is like when it's almost IMDb official. IMDb said it's official. Wow. So maybe they're lying. Yeah, and James Mangold is a good director, but it's like, I mean, for Jones, that's, that's Spielberg stuff. If he's not going to do it, they should just not do it at all. Let it go, Indiana, um, one would say. Yeah, I agree with that. There's To me, I don't like those movies anyway. And you could say Raiders of the Lost Ark or whatever, but yeah. I just they don't do anything for me. So the fact that a 78-year-old man who smokes weed and like lives in Montana and you know <laughs> doesn't give a shit about anything. Yes. The funny part about Harrison Ford is he's a mediocre actor. Uh, he is. He's uh, mediocre. Yes, yes, I am. He got super lucky with Star Wars and Indiana Jones, like yeah. basically in a row. When Indiana mm. Jones, the first one was what, like 1987? Jones? The yeah. first Jones was early 80s. Like Even earlier. Okay, so yeah, yeah, late 70s, early 80s, he hit two home run franchises that would pay him so much money that he'd never, ever have to work again. Mm. And he barely did. And he didn't. Well, actually, right. he well, did no, a bunch recent, of turkeys. And recently that's it. he stopped. He, he actually worked for like forever. But lately, he... In the 80s and 90s, he made a bunch of forgettable movies that no one cares about. The only movie that I actually enjoy him in is The Fugitive. Ooh, that's a great movie. Yeah, and that's it. I love that movie. We have got guns here. <laughs> yeah, and like, he's not bad, but yeah. I mean, Call the Wild Turkey didn't bomb, which kind of bummed me out. Oh yeah, that was our next... Uh... That had bomb written all over it. Oh, what the fuck? I'm uh, like mad that it did well. It didn't come in first. Sonic came in first, which second weekend coming in first. Yeah, that movie's Jesus. like a, a bona fide sensation. Yeah, Sonic. Uh, is, yeah, we, it's is uh, it's exceeding all expectations, and to to say that I'm not shocked would be an understatement. Mm. And speaking of Spielberg, this is mildly related. They started filming the third Jurassic World movie the other day. Jurassic World Dominion. Enemy of the show, Chris Pratt. <laughs> yes. He, him and what's-her-face, the uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, they're back. I like her. Alongside... She's, fu- she's cool. Fan favorites from the original Jurassic Park, Sam Neill and America's sweetheart, Laura Dern. I do love Laura Dern. Yeah. That's interesting for her to go back to a Jurassic Park after, you know, a lot of obviously winning an Oscar heat. Mm. She's probably just like, this is fun. One for me, one for me, one for them kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's a huge payday for her and Sam Neill to come back. And I think Goldblum's back, too. I think they're just bringing everybody back. Oh, I have so many other things (laughs) happening here. And they really, like, tricked everybody with this franchise. The Jurassic World movies are bad. Especially... Especially the second one, the most recent one. And they tricked people just because it has a cool name, Jurassic World. Like, if they just kept naming them, like, Jurassic Park 4, Jurassic Park 5, people would be... I think they'd see them for the... I prefer the sequential numbers. Yeah. I can't stand when it's like, one, two, three, four, five, fifteen 15-year break, back to the name again. Yeah. I can't stand that. Yeah, they just, like, restarted it. When's Rocky going to do it? Probably soon. But yeah, I don't know. That probably won't be great, but we'll see. My top story of the week. Did you see that Florence Pugh made marmalade on her Instagram stories? Pew, pew, pew. This is important. Um, this is the big news. The uh, She's great. She's like and... a, a real-life Paddington <laughs> making marmalade and being charming. 
I did like, not watch that. It's on her Instagram story, and she does yeah. like ten things in a row of like, "This is what I do." It went on for like forever, and I was sitting there like at all attention, like, mm, "Does she have to hold on. the phone the whole time, or does she have like a thing?" She put it down, but like, there's bad lighting. But even still, I'm just watching. Like, mm, yes, the oranges. You're cooking them, okay? You're very charming with your British She's accent. Great, yeah, Zach Braff grabbing her is a loss. I yeah, think. I don't know. How I don't, why are off. you dating her? I mean, love where your head's at. You know what I'd like to ask her about Zach Braff? Mm. What do you like about it? <laughs> <laughs> Bet she's a big Scrubs fan, aren't we all? Yeah, you are. Uh, Quentin Tarantino is a dad now. Is that funny? I thought it was... Uh, I like it. <laughs> I didn't even know. That's surprising that I didn't even catch that. I've been kind of off the grid this week, I guess. I was laughing, imagining him, like, yelling at a baby for not knowing who, like, Ennio Morricone or Sam Peckinpah is. Like, you um, Philistine. Um, or isn't it Marconi? Mm, possibly, potentially. <laughs> Don't you know anything? Yeah, uh, is he married? Or is it his girlfriend? I think it's a girlfriend. A lot of like rich itch. celeb types don't really need to get married. They just kind of like are doing whatever. I think I don't it's know cool if that's a prenup stuff. thing or what that is. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, good for them, I guess. That's fun. Laura Preppin from that '70s show had a baby as well. Oh wow, ba- this is our that baby. That '70s break. show and Orange Is the New Black for doing baby, for doing baby talk. Um, Dis- wait, she's actually married to that guy, that actor we like, who was in Kevin Hart. <laughs> Haley Joel Osmond. Both of those would be fun power couples. Drew Carey. The guy from Alpha Dog who does like the kicks. He's ben the, Foster. Yes. She's married to him. So Is they she had really? a baby. Yeah. What? I like fun him a player. lot. Folks, if you haven't seen Alpha Dog, it's a movie can, that I love. You Scott, can just keep going no, no, about no, your life no, without no, seeing Alpha no, Dog no, no, and you'll no. be fine. <laughs> oh shit. Um yeah, Alpha Dog is is a uh, Hank Cassavetti's movie with Emile Hirsch as a drug dealer and Bruce Willis is his father and Sharon does. Stone is mm. Ben Foster's mother and they get all it's based on a true story of a kid who got kidnapped and it's I think it's way underrated for what it is it's a cute little movie it does have a strong uh who's the guy who died from Green Room don't let me don't say it I want to get it uh, uh, Ooh, uh, Anton Yelchin. It came to me. Him. Well, another guy died too. That older guy. Oh. From Kansas. Maybe Alpha Dog is a cursed movie, as they say. Well, no, this guy was old. <laughs> oh, he fair. was very, very old. But yeah, Alpha Dog actually isn't bad. If you've up. never seen it, yeah. check it out. And I also, while we're talking Ben Foster, <laughs> I liked him very, very much in Hell or High Water, which yes, I think is one of the more underrated movies of the decade. It that flew movie right rules. under the radar. It got no nominations. Yeah, he. You're totally right. Everything you just said, and he's awesome in it. Should it? Harry Dean Stanton. Oh yeah, is in it. He R. plays uh, the grandfather. R.I.P. And yeah, he was just old. He's not cursed. He was. He was. He died in 2017 at 91, and this movie came out in 2008. So he was 91 you know, safe. He was 81 years old. He yeah. was fine. That uh, and Ben Foster is also in this indie I like called Leave No Trace that I think is on Amazon Prime. I watched that and thought I was going to hate it, and I thought it was interesting. Yeah, it's a slow one, yeah. but it's good. Oh, no. He's always doing like interesting indie stuff. Uh, never mind. Behind the oh. scenes, folks, I accidentally thought that I wasn't recording any of this. <laughs> I know. And, I, and you got that vibe, too, the way I said it? Well, yeah, the oh, no. I was like, hmm, that's usually no, not we got good. All, we got all of it. Don't <laughs> worry, folks. Yeah, we're back. 
And uh, yeah, let's just keep roaring. You're gonna love this. They announced the new Bond movie that comes out next month is. Guess how long it is? They, three they, hours. They announced the runtime. It's three. You are not far off. More? Two oh, hours and 43 oh. minutes. I fucking hate Bond. For a I'll Bond movie. And I'll ram it up your box. Talk about something that doesn't need to be that long at all. Like, why? They don't even, like, do character development. Like, yeah. I don't... I, I, I really don't know, especially given the fact that these are movies... Uh, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, like, unless it's all Fuck. action. I mean, I don't even, like, want to see it anymore if it's that long. That's, like, a chore. And there's been, like, 45 James Bond movies. All we know about him is that he wears suits and he likes his martinis shaken, not stirred. That's it. It's, like, cool. <laughs> like, I... I think James Bond is in the obits. If he's not, just throw him in there. I'm tired of him. Daniel Craig doesn't want to play the role, and you can tell in his performances. Just, it's enough. Are you appreciating this Bond bed that's way too loud? Yeah, it's fire. Bring back Pierce. Is this the one from Goldeneye, the Moby version? I think this was in one of the Pierce ones. I think, like, Tomorrow Never Dies, perhaps. That sounds accurate. Not Goldeneye. No. But, uh, yeah. Longest Bond ever. And we'll probably see it anyways, even though I just said I definitely wouldn't. But, uh, also the Candyman trailer was dropped. Did you see this? Did you hear about this? I th- folks, I thought I was the Candyman. But you I guess not. You are always going to be the Candyman in my heart. I mean, they call me Scotty Sweet Tooth. <sighs> it's, uh, it's a whole thing. I, I'm actually excited about Candyman. I like those movies. That? I like I liked the original and I uh what was I gonna say? I didn't love the original. It's kinda slow. But I mean I think Oh this, wait, I think this that's new the one movie with cool. the guy that you can't say his name into the mirror with Tony Todd. Yeah, I, we shut that, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Fuck. Yeah. We hated it. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's and it's Jordan Peele and Blumhouse. And well this one might be good. I, I think the trailer looks folks, cool. I just lied to you right there. Mm. Uh, don't worry, I'm never gonna do that again. That was, thank you. <laughs> I had a feeling, but just in case. (laughs) But yeah, like you said, you can't say Candyman five times or he'll appear. Isn't that just Beetlejuice? Take a stand together. Like, you know, you say Beetlejuice three times, he pops by. Which one? I don't know if Candyman predates Beetlejuice. I don't believe it does. But yeah, it's kind of, I don't know, kind of a could you. And like he has a hook and there are bees and stuff. I don't know, there's a lot going on, but... The trailer for the new one looks kind of spooky. I'll give it a go. Ugh. I think it comes out this summer. Um, also, how about this couple that was playing hide and seek with each other? And the man zipped himself into a suitcase and the woman suffocated him to death? I might be butchering the story, but it's a couple of people in their 40s playing hide and seek and hmm. the man died inside of a suitcase. That's fun. I just want to bring it up because it makes me makes me laugh. It has nothing to do with anything. That being said, Hank <laughs> Azaria will no longer voice Apu on The Simpsons. What do you mean? What? That, yeah. He decided after 30 years of doing the voice <laughs> that now is the time to take a stand. Honestly, him stopping doing the voice is them admitting that it's racist. He should have just kept doing it and been it's like, you know what? Like, yeah, it's weird that I'm doing it, but uh, it's a voice. We're having a laugh. It's a yeah. cartoon. 
That's how they should have played this. It's not racist. It's silly. Yeah. Whatever. I, I imagine there aren't that now many it's racist. Indian people that uh, were offended by it because they... Nope, not going to do it. Oh. This is a family show. Ooh, we got a bit give up on our Family hands. show. <laughs> family love, show. Love a bit give up. Um, <laughs> Skeet Ulrich is leaving the <laughs> uh, <laughs> CW's Riverdale. <laughs> you see that pivot? This is why I'm, I'm a pro. Skeet! I consider making a racist Indian comment. I decide against it. I pivot right to Skeet Ulrich and the CW. Yes. Folks, that's what you're paying for here. I actually saw this. Just take a stand. Twitter had this in like the news for you as like oh, a moment. For you. Yeah. And I was like, they know me well. They knew that I needed the skeet intel like front and center before uh Skeet needed that work. Yeah, like, really I didn't read why he's stepping down, but it's like do you think that uh Scream is gonna no. on your home and you know the, I mean, the they, valley? They would have if they didn't killed him off. Or if they hadn't have killed him off. But yeah, it's like before they give me coronavirus updates, they're like, check out Skeet Ulrich is leaving Riverdale, which you probably watch because you're funny, fucking out of your mind. But yeah, good for Skeet doing whatever oh, he good does. Good for you. I thought I saw that uh, a fun story. Ryan Johnson revealed on a Knives Out behind the scenes video that. Apple doesn't allow iPhones to be used by villains in any movie across the board, which That's is just so stupid. odd. It's like, I mean, everyone has an iPhone. Wouldn't it make sense everyone in a movie would have one if one person yes. does? It's, uh, it's silly. Like, would you switch iPhones if you saw a villain in a movie with one? Like, oh my goodness. I They're like, oh, that, I can't do that. Yeah outrageous but yeah I thought that was silly and I don't know if I have any more news I got one more thing that's pretty important okay um, Bob Iger stepped down from the position of CEO at Disney and yeah a guy Bob Chapek like Chapek is taking the uh, the position so it's a very important changing of the Bobs yeah I actually leafed through an article explaining how they don't think he's stepping down like oh he's back well, like most no they just they think he's being like pushed out. Oh, like all things like, he, like this. Me too, he kind of thing. Possibly, it's there's all sorts of theories. Old white guys, look out! Yeah, <laughs> don't worry, there'll be a new old white guy in, who will probably do the same kind of mm. decision making. But yeah, that was surprising. Yeah, a CEO of you know basically like the only well, studio that makes stuff anymore. Well, Howard down. was talking about it. Bob Iger really took Disney you know through the roof mm. in terms of like the creation of Disney Plus uh, I believe he was the guy that brokered the deal with all the Star Wars the entire Star Wars franchise ABC etc mm. etc et like Bob Iger's like the guy he was the guy who came in after Michael Eisner yeah so I don't know I just something he's either a billionaire and he just needs a break or something is rotten in Denmark you're right I don't know yeah I like to think something scandalous me too it's on. way more interesting Mm. And do Bachelor quick and then get the fuck out of here? That seems like a plan. Did you explain to the folks what our featured review is? I don't think I did, folks. We're going to see that was a tee up. The Invisible Man from Ooh. director Lee Wannell, who we're a fan of. It stars Elizabeth Moss. And I don't know why they didn't cast John Cena as The Invisible Man. It seems like a no-brainer. That joke is just for you, Sean. Hope you enjoyed it. 
Shit. <laughs> um, Bachelor. Batch, batch, batch. Yeah, let's get into... Fucking uh, Bachelor, man. I mean... <sighs> folks, I've got a reveal for you right up top. I watched this episode live as it aired on television. You sat there for two hours and entired it? Yeah, through all the commercials, the whole deal. What were you thinking? I was thinking mm. I need to change what my life is. <laughs> but, and yeah, when you watch it live, you get commercials like this. I don't know if you saw this. I saw a commercial that said, like in the announcer voice, Clark Gregg and Jennifer Gregg guest star on a spicy new episode of The Connors. I almost did it's a like spit the best take. show ever. <laughs> like, oh, Clark Gregg. Teddy K. <laughs> Like, do you think he's pulling in anybody? I guess people know him from the Marvel movies, but... <laughs> that's that's the only way anyone knows who he is, yeah. except us. Yeah. Like, ah, yes, the star of 2004's In Good Company. <laughs> oh, sidecar extraordinaire, Clark Gregg. Um, Love him. Man, yeah, that's yeah, funny. Bachelor, they're in Australia this episode. How about which, when uh, Peter walks in and he's into the fantasy suites with all the girls and he says, Good day, Sheila's. <laughs> it made me, like, my entire spine tightened up. I cringed so I, badly. I was happy he got to hang up his Spanish accent for a bit and try on some, oh, some good days. He's and, the absolute worst, man. And some mates, some down unders. Hannah Ann um, was the only one who behaved normally, as usual. Yeah. Victoria is like a yeah, they, psycho. They went like jet skiing. Him that and seemed, Hannah. Yeah, jet skiing's fun for about ten seconds. Yeah, and then she was talking about being excited for the sex they were going to have later, which Where just. Where the fuck is he, you fucking cunt? It sounded so like childish and silly. She's like, I can't wait to have sex in the fantasy suite later. And Did she say those exact words? Basically, something like that. Yeah, like, you know, and she it was, was just t- ridiculous. Telling him how moist she was. <laughs> They're splashing on the beach. They're smooching. I believe you, but my Tommy gun don't. <laughs> he was smooching with everyone. <laughs> Mo go. with the gimpy leg. <laughs> but yeah, like him, everything he says is fucking insane. Yeah, he's wrote, such a dork. I wrote down, he very flatly says the, the following verbatim. If this is what love is, then this is true love because I'm feeling it. And it's you just, stupid fucking blabbermouth cunt! And it's just like, was that the best take you had of this guy, like, pouring his heart out? I was fucking Yuck. just like, okay. Um, All the babes are hanging out in some sort of relaxation grotto, like, pretending you, they don't hate each other. It's like, oh, girl, and, like, giving each other these fake transparent hugs. Yeah, like, pretending oh. for five seconds that they're happy that the others had a nice date. Like, oh, awesome, so happy for you, bye. Huh? So I guess Madison's gone next week because she laid down that heavy wow. ultimatum. Mm. You know, like, there's no... Yeah, the ultimatum stuff. Yeah. She... It's like, I felt like saying to her, honey, like, like, did you not watch the uh, previous season? You yeah. Know, there's, uh, you can't do that. You got to give them a reason to be in instead of like a clear reason to be out. Because agreed. you're the one giving an ultimatum. And yeah, ultimately, I, I thought he kicked her off, but I guess not. I guess they like made up so you can kick her off next week. Yeah, she'll be gone know. next week. Yeah. And Victoria will be gone he actually had a good Hannah Ann's gonna win and everybody's is next week the last one or is it the week after I don't even know I think it's next week he had a good play like when you're given an ultimatum you have to give one back he was saying like would you walk away from this over something like this 
that, like, mm. and then be, I don't know. I was like, all right, that's the way to play it. He he just stinks. I think that he, he would if it were me, and I were on that show, mm. uh, which it should be. That would be fun. I would hate it. It's so <laughs> not my thing. I'm very spoken for. Oh yeah, um, true. What was I gonna say? But yeah, and like everyone's crying. What's her face is giving a half-hearted speech about her feelings. Oh. That was so uninspired and lifeless. It's just like you should get kicked off just because you don't even have the chops to pretend to be in this game here. Yeah, you're out to lunch. What did I write down? Madison looks like me when I was drunk. I don't really know what I meant by that. Hmm. The the accents. They got to stop with the accents. And then I love how like whenever. Peter or any of the other Bachelor contestants do something like something nice is happening. The, the girls always act like they did it themselves. Like, oh, this is such a nice room. It's like, you know, that room would be 20 grand a night. Peter didn't pay for that. Yeah. And that was so much of the drama. It's like, I, I went ahead and did this. It's like, no, the producers organized this for you and you're just crazy. <laughs> like you didn't even pay for that bottle of wine you're drinking. Yeah. It's ridiculous. This show makes me really happy that I'm in a relationship. Mm. And, like, if I were still single, this show, whenever I watch this show, because I'm, I'm one of the few men on earth besides you, because I forced you into this, mm. who watches this show without irony, like, on my own free will, without yeah. my girlfriend making me watch it on the TV, like, yeah. we're going to watch The Bachelor. It's, like, my thing. Mm. And I remember having watched this while single, just being like, I think I'm just going to stay single. Yeah. This is terrible. Because <laughs> it's, it's not that, like, and, like, Lucy's nothing like any of these women. She's fucking outstanding. But these, <clears throat> the women on this show, and the men, for that matter, like, if I were a woman watching this show, I would feel the same way. Just because the people and the way they interact and, you know, what, not to, I don't want to talk about it too much, but there's another show, Love is Blind, on Netflix, that mm. I'm trying to get you into that as well. You you don't have the, you don't have the, have it in you, which I get. But it, the show is, shows like this with that just the format mm. it just makes all people look really bad yes. and it makes dating seem impossible and it makes love seem like it doesn't exist and it just gives me a very bleak outlook so that's that being said i'm like i said i'm very thankful to have lucy in my life yes because <laughs> it's just like these people like victoria p or f victoria f is just a perfect example of what it what's out there in a lot of with a lot of people in terms of like just that narcissism and that weird behavior and the mixed signals and mm. just give me cancer now guy and also did you see the the preview at the end this is a big reveal when peter gets scared by the monkey well no after the show ended they had a preview for what this show is going to become after the bachelor you didn't even see this mm -mm. wow I watched on hulu they don't give me that i'm glad you're sitting down already because uh-oh the new Bachelor spinoff is called Listen to Your Heart, and it's a reality dating show for musicians. They describe it as a six-episode event. <coughs> <laughs> and they're like, this is like a real-life star is born. Oh, and no. And it seems funnier than Bachelor in like Paradise. Are they famous musicians? No. So, so it's just, just like, guys who play the guitar and want to be on TV. Basically. Ooh. Yeah. That's they bring the back thing. friend of the show, Jed Wyatt. I mean, it seems like a good opportunity to. Mm. But I would watch this. 
I thought you'd be fucking beside yourself. I mean, of course I'm going to watch it, but yeah. it just sounds mm-hmm. terrible. Oh, yeah. I like the six episodes part. Nice and... Nice and nice and quick. Lean. Six that, epi- maybe there's six half-hour episodes with no commercials and they get right to the point. Yeah. I'm sure that's how they're going to do it. And also, oh my God. It's probably going to be six four-and-a-half-hour episodes with an hour and <laughs> 85 minutes of commercials and <laughs> and like two-week hiatuses in between each episode, but you have to like read the fan fiction just to, just to be able to watch it. The tagline they do at the end of the commercial... We'll see who's here for the wrong reasons and who is here for the song reasons. Ugh. Is that the worst tagline you've ever heard in your life? Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, those words rhyme. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, folks, get ready for Listen to Your Heart, which uh, comes this after The season of The Bachelor, <laughs> I guess they have to tease stuff like that because this season's been kind of a dud. Mm. It's not that interesting. There's no real drama. My sister actually, do you remember Chad from when I first started making you watch this? No, thank you. You know God. what? That might have been before your Luke P was the first. There's always a heavy and like a heel, you know? And Chad I, was the heel of the season before the season you and I got into this. I'm Chad out. is like a big bro. He mm. got arrested for domestic violence in Los Angeles. I guess he like threw his girlfriend's phone against the wall and she oh. claimed he hit her or something. And he's, he's denying it, but I mean, he's a fucking asshole and he has a drinking problem. So my guess is... So Google Chad Bachelor if you want to have a laugh because he posted some video of making a fool of himself. I'm out on all Chads across the board. There's no good Chads. There really are not. Unless people use unless it as, someone named Chad listens to the show and then you're if cool you're if you're a listener you can do whatever the hell you want and email in and even if deal. the actual Chad is a listener yes um, we got to get to the movies though yeah do so we, let's let's take a quick break do we want to do that obit real quick um, or do, we could just do it after I want to rework it so okay. let's wait okay. until after and we're gonna do we're going to see Invisible Man yes. we're gonna come back we're gonna talk about it yes and more reviews and the whole deal but right. we'll be right back right back. Folks, we're back from the pictures. You loved it. I did. Yeah. We just saw the. I thought it was pretty good. Just saw the Invisible Man on uh, opening night. Kind of lightly attended for opening night. I thought. Did you notice uh, that there, there was, was nobody in there? There was like well, four, it was four other in the people. afternoon. All right, that's that's it, it's in. The That's a good se- point. I, bet the se- I wish there was a way to check the 7 p.m. showing. I bet you there's some... Well, I suppose I could just pretend I was going to buy tickets, but... Mm. But yeah, we uh, saw The Invisible Man. I liked it. The, it was fun. This has been... This is like the classic Universal Monster movie. And then they did Hollow Man like 20 years ago, which is kind of cheesy, but I enjoy it. The Kevin Bacon one. I'm sure you're familiar. Oh, I think I saw that with you. Mm. In. Ra- right? Right? Probably. But yeah, this is like a more serious take on it. They, uh, from Lee Wannell, as we mentioned. Mm. This movie had a cool title sequence, which always grabs my eye. I don't know why every movie doesn't have a, you know, like spice up the title sequence. Make it like something exciting to watch instead of just like a TV show, like, you know, listing the credits on the bottom of the screen. This movie, they did a cool thing with like the ocean where like, waves would come up and then when they went down the the credits were there it was cool yeah that was cool we both noticed that right away and then you wrote it down and i chuckled (laughs) scotty note taker 
How about yeah. Aldous Hodge from uh, City on a Hill getting that work? Yeah, a little work outside of the bean. What a handsome guy he is. Look at this. Look what's happening with my headphone cord. You got a headphone Literally thing the on? most tangled thing. I, I'm going to just fix it. Is that it? Well, while you're doing that, I'll uh, well, talk I can to still the fans. Do, my microphone's still plugged in. Oh, okay. I just can't hear you. All right. The uh, This movie, it took a little while to get going. Like, very slow build, slow burn, whatever you call it. Either one. Like, when it was nearing the halfway point, I was like, do I not like this? It's kind of like... I had that same reaction, and then mm. they did enough cool stuff that I won't ruin. Yeah, the movie, like, with really... With The Invisible Man. It really heats up in the yes, second half and gets, like, awesome. The denouement, mm. if you will. The deus ex machina, etc. The I don't know what those things are, but no. you're probably right. I think it's the denouement, like the third act when, like, everything plays itself out. Yeah, but this is a cool story to tell, like, with the Invisible Man thing. They have, yeah. like, a different take on it. This guy, like, pretends to kill himself and then is, like, haunting and gaslighting his ex-wife and like making her seem crazy and everyone else thinks like oh your husband is still alive and invisibly haunting you sure it was like an interesting can't live with him can't live without him am i right hoops yeah it was one of those like just like wow that that would be an awful situation to find yourself in that's my last relationship actually yeah (laughs) my ex was was invisible and was just a lunatic and i was constantly just being gaslit and running away. Yeah. But yeah, the movie had good tension, like, mm. and they get a lot out of nothing. A lot of it is just shots of, like, an empty room, but you know the invisible man is in there, and you're just, like, scanning the screen, like, where is he? Fucking, where yeah, is he? I needed to see and hear the man so badly by the end of the movie, I was, like, ready to snap. Yeah. <clears throat> but, and it has, like, a cool, like, timely futuristic take on how he becomes an invisible man and stuff like that you didn't think that they rushed over the backstory of why the man adrian who becomes Mm. the invisible man why they why we were supposed to hate him so much i felt like they kind of rushed that they they doled it out in like small little drips throughout the movie yeah they should have been better about that i didn't hate him as much as they wanted me to Mm. but yeah has some truly shocking moments in the second half and yeah it went from a movie i was like mad on to like this is like this is great mm. this is a strong worthy entry to the um er, universal monster verse whatever they call it um er. but yeah i uh, i liked it a lot good movie uh, I don't know what else to say. You about mentioned it. that it was from Lee Wannell. Ah, uh, yes. Of Saw fame. Yes, and he I did... didn't realize he was the guy in the original Saw, who's like the guy in the beginning when yeah. he's Zep or whatever. Not Zep, but the other guy. Yeah, he's a triple threat: writer, director, actor. What can't he do, folks? Producer, the whole deal. Yeah, that's uh, the Invisible Man. Now in theaters, just came out today. Mm. We'll see how it does. Uh, I think it's probably not going to make much money if that theater was any indication. Yeah, that's true. That theater is never empty. That's the thing. Mm. For the type of people who want to pay, you know, $24 a ticket, it's, it's, there's always, those people don't have a normal schedule a lot of the time, so the theater will be full. Mm. But whatever. Um, Folks, I'm such a class act that I went to the Loring Hall, the artsy theater nearby to see a subtitled period piece called Portrait of a Woman 
on fire. Hank's already falling asleep. <laughs> the, uh, I just went for it. I'm a class act. I see subtitle movies in the theater. What do you think? Hmm. He's not buying it. <laughs> the, uh, I saw this with friend of the show, Francesca. Give her a nice shout out. Hi, Fran. The, uh, this is the movie, people are talking about it like it's already going to sweep next oh. year's Oscars. It's, you know, asshole idiot critics are saying things like, it's spellbinding and ravishing. Read the uh, <laughs> synopsis. Do you have one? I don't, but it's, this movie's about an undercover painter and a rich heiress falling in love on a remote island in the 1800s. Why is he undercover? Well, she, she's hired by the oh, she. woman's mother okay. to, because she won't pose for a portrait, and she needs she has to like pretend to be her friend to get in with her to then do, it's kind of like ludicrous, and like it's like she's all that, but like a classy period piece. And there are several scenes of her slowly painting the woman that are like they're like testing your patience, but it's like interesting in a weird way. At one point watching this movie, I literally started laughing, thinking about how much you would hate it. Oh, I would have been right out the door. <laughs> I would have, we joked about how I would have Ubered home from Hingham. <laughs> yeah. The Hingham Loring Hall. You uh, would have. To get, oh yeah, $37. My mom was right there. I know how much it would cost me. I would have done it in a heartbeat. <laughs> it's right like, out. like ponderously Goodbye. slow in, as I said, like testing you. I like. bet most of the people who quote unquote enjoyed that movie mm. are just fucking saying they enjoyed it to sound educated or smart or interesting or whatever yeah like expectations for movies are rough everyone like raved about it to the point where i was at, i was expecting like oh this will be you know a masterpiece people are literally calling it cinema's greatest love story i've seen that quote ever yeah it's just like oh ever and i watched it and i'm like this like are we talking about the same movie like it was fine it was nice had some lovely moments and some nice cinematography and such. And I also did appreciate how simple and easy to follow it was for a foreign movie. Mm. Normally those are just like, you know. What a makes mess. you think I'm going to hate it just because of how crawlingly slow it is? or Yeah, it's like uh. pretty unforgivably boring. And it never like, you know, it gets like exciting towards the end, but. I don't know. It's a lesbian romance, but there aren't even like spicy lesbo scenes. It's more you of like stupid fucking blabbermouth cut. They try to be classy about it, and it's like a. I'm out. Yeah, no I'm desire. Out. Yeah, you wouldn't. It would do nothing for you. Well, let's. Since you just got a little solo review of something very on brand, Ooh. I'm gonna do the same with a new show on Netflix mm. called Love Is Blind. Wow. Real quick, let me just sneak in. I just have a couple more notes. About uh, this, okay, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> I mean, you rushed me. The, uh, it has a very good final shot. It's like a, a long take that lasts for like two solid minutes. And it turned the movie from like, I was like, okay, into like, it was great. Great final shot. That can really, uh, <coughs> you know, that's important for movies, at least for Scotty Boy. And I was saying that the inevitable American remake of this movie will probably star like, Reba Wilson and Kobe Smulders and be called Who's she again? She's lit instead of Portrait of a Lady on Fire Kobe Smulders is uh, she was on How I Met Your Mother and she's in the Marvel movies that brunette babe you'd know if you oh, saw her Oh, the Canadian one Yes, exactly Yeah, I don't like her 
She's all right. She kind of looks like the woman in this. I was like piecing, I was doing some casting while watching this classy period piece. And we were also joking about instead of being the turkey boys, we're going to become the sheep boys. Start bringing sheeps. Sheeps? Sheep. Sheep. No S. <laughs> sheep to the movies with us to help us fall asleep in lullabies. But now I'm done. I'm sorry. And now you can go. I'm going to edit this out after you leave. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I feared this. Yeah, Love is Blind is a new show on Netflix. Um, it's basically the concept is they get a bunch of people. I don't know if it's eight men and eight women in a house. And mm. they give them all individual pods to talk to each other in. And you can't see each other. Cod pods? Be, yes. Okay. And they, they are in these little rooms and they get to know each other and then are forced, not forced, but like to stay on the show. It's like The Bachelor where you have to get engaged. And the oh. amount of the couples that actually do get engaged and then go through the motions, I won't spoil anything else. It's fucking nuts. And people yeah. are breaking up and getting married and yelling at each other. And like, it's just, I wrote down like the divorce rate of people on this show is going to be remarkable <laughs> if any of them do stay together. What, you're telling me like, Several couples are getting married within yes. like one episode of this well, program. Well, it's like it's ten episodes, so I guess they filmed it over the course of the three weeks. Did you already power through the whole show? I watched almost all of it. Yeah, I have Ooh. about forty minutes left of the last episode of the first season. I'm done. Okay. Um, I've heard other people talking about this. this I think this is like really the hot new, like stupid show. I know you hate these kind of shows, mm. but I think you should check it out. There's like a guy who reveals that he's bisexual and then the woman is no longer uh, interested there's a white guy dating a black girl and he meets her mother and he starts freestyling in the kitchen and it's the most cringeworthy thing i've seen probably in six months mm. so i highly recommend it it's called love is blind on netflix and you can just it's cool it's the reason i this is my final selling point in terms of why it's better than the bachelor mm. it's all the stuff that you like about Bachelor, kind of like a concentrated version. It's faster. There's no commercials and there's no buildup and there's no there's no letdowns. Like it's kind of like you think something's going to happen and it happens. They don't tease a bunch of. Sh there's no teasers. It's just it rolls right through the episodes the way you'd want to view it. It's not like frustrating network TV. Yeah. So all the stuff you hate about The Bachelor has been kind of removed from it, and it's just like the funny parts that make the show worth watching. So okay. I recommend it. You're selling me over here. Yeah. Give it a whirl. If you don't like the first episode, you're not going to like it, is what I tell people. Like, Trey watched the first episode. He said, this is the stupidest show I've ever seen. Did you watch shut off. that one? I think it's called The Circle. I've heard. No, but that's next. Everybody said that's great, too. I've heard people talking about that. Yeah, mm. then it's some Bachelor competition. The segment, these, these shows Everybody's are going to... reinventing the wheel, yeah. yeah. They're all pining for uh, our segment. They want, they want to be the show. Yeah. Um, oh, I, we forgot to do my obit. Do we yes. finish reviews and circle back, or that? I don't have many more we, reviews. I have one. Did you watch Pete Davidson special? No. Want to save it for next week? Sure. All yeah, right. I'll watch it. Um, because it was I liked it. I'm gonna rec say we'll talk about it next week, but right. I recommend it. Hey, Pete thanks, Davidson, man. Thanks. Pete Davidson's new special on Netflix yeah. is much funnier than his other ones, and I am open to it. Yeah, man. Um. <laughs> But yeah, let's do your obit. It My was... obit is, I didn't write down specifically what I was talking about. I don't know if you did, but what I don't no. like and what I want to be gone is anything to do with the show Friends. <laughs> Primarily, everybody on social media obsessing over the impending uh, reunion that they're doing, yes. which is like a, just a cash grab for both NBC, Peacock, 
and the entire cast and the fact that all these former you know mm. friends fans none of them see that is what drives me the most nuts how the friends are all happy they all happen to be making instagram accounts yeah. and it's just everything is just shoved down your throat it's terrible i, I need matthew perry to overdose and die <laughs> And then this will go away. Did That's you, the goal. Did you see what each cast member is making for this quote-unquote reunion? Like $30 million or something? Each cast member is making $3 million to do this okay. reunion, which I don't know if you're aware of this. It's not even like an episode of the show. It's going to be like a roundtable reunion with them just as themselves like talking about the show. What a waste of money. <laughs> like... You're Can paying- you even imagine NBC putting that together? And the oh, funny yeah. part is, is they're going to sell ads during it and make twenty million dollars. Yeah, and they'll per ha- minute, and they'll have some insufferable host, probably like Ryan Seacrest, like walking them through everything. It'll be terrible. Oh, God. It won't even be watchable. And they'll all be just chuckling at each other, a bunch of chuckleheads. Yeah, I can't take it anymore. The Friends reunion, Friends. The Friends box sets being pushed on me on Amazon since it just came off Netflix. Yeah. Amazon's shoving the fucking friends, <laughs> friends, friends, friends. A, not going to buy a DVD fucking ever. Yeah, unless over. it's <laughs> unless the only way to watch the show is by physical media, I will never buy physical media again. Like I've bought one DVD a year for the past decade, and it's because I couldn't find it anywhere else. Mm. Which, Even unfortunately, then. there is a lot of stuff that you can't find streaming, but... it's so, yeah, Okay, it's, then you go on eBay and you buy a used DVD for six bucks. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, the Friends physical media box set... Uh, Amazon is... I've been an Amazon customer for 20 years almost now, and that's my uh, device. Talking <laughs> to, I'm not sure. <laughs> I changed the name of it to that. We're in, Alexa. Don't worry. Alexa's in the other room now. That's Amazon. I shouldn't have said her name. Yeah, I have Echo and Alexa in the other room, and then Amazon is right behind the sink. Guess what? They're our biggest fans. <laughs> the robots who live in your apartment. Uh, Amazon, are you having a good one? <laughs> Take a stand together. Here's something I found on the web. According to Ember.com, one person is having what you call a good day. Oh. but yeah, That's her answer to us asking if she's having a good one. Oh, wow. Um, She's listening. She's, yeah, I've had enough. It's over. Yeah. I don't want the DVD. I don't want the reunion. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I can already hear Ryan Seacrest like, so you guys still on a break or what? And then like nine minutes of like crowd laughter. The fans can't see this, but my <laughs> eyes are clenched, he's, closed, he's, in disgust. He's yeah. <laughs> it was a funny joke, but that that's not a joke. It'll really happen. And yeah, that's real. That makes it not funny anymore. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, is that that's all I had. I also Don't watched. Tell me what this we have a cold turkey. We'll save for next week. I didn't take it in yet. I'm gonna reveal that. And just real quick, because you already talked about this movie a few weeks ago, I watched Mr. America on Hulu, the Tim Heidecker vehicle. Oh, it's where, weird as fuck, isn't it? Yeah, he like runs for yeah. Senate or yeah, yeah. some local I liked thing. It. Yeah, it was a like, not a love. I didn't for me. love it. Yeah, it has its moments. It's like if you're into his brand of comedy, the Tim and Eric Awesome Show nonsense, and like on cinema, this weird movie mm. show he does that I like a lot, you'll probably enjoy it. It's yeah. uh, funny, weird. Yeah, a good like dry comedy fun. It's on Hulu. Give it a watch. And does that bring us to our shuts? Oh. In this moment in time, I have a reveal. <laughs> Ooh. I didn't shut anything this week. Oh, my God. Guess what? This is legitimately a first. Is it? I know it for a fact. You've always had at least one shut. <laughs> I've gone shutless before, but you never have. I have 
it's in my note wow. with the one I always do what I do is when I'm laying everything out mm. I'll write down shuts this is big yeah I didn't I didn't have <laughs> one no shuts folks I'm I'm impressed it's because I was watching this stupid fucking I, I finished off like the Ravenclaw or whatever it is mythic quest show yeah and then I was watching um I had to catch up I like on. it you're you're focusing in on these I'm, shows I'm keeping them on kids uh yeah no shuts the shut segment will be dead one of these days never Okay. This weekend, I have a feeling I'm going to roar through. Well, I have a couple shots. What do you the, got? I turned off Annabelle Comes Home, the oh. latest uh, killer doll movie. Just hit Is it HBO. on HBO? Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. Guess what, folks? This sucks. And it's somehow the third in the Annabelle killer doll trilogy. And I think I've seen the other ones. I can't be sure. This mm. one was just like those, but maybe even more boring. And Where have I, you been, bitch? I also turned off uh, a comedy special, Whitmer Thomas, The Golden Boy, which is on HBO now. And this special, I'm going to be classy and just say it wasn't for me. What do you think of that? That's it? Actually, no, like, I, yeah, I do have more. Let us know why you hate it. <laughs> I do have more critiques. Oh, I'm not classy. I thought that's what you were going to do. But his stand-up is, like, overly personal. Like, he does a whole intro, like, explaining his family life and all this stuff. Is and then boring or just not funny? Both, actually. That's tough. And it's like, when I'm watching a stand-up special, I want him to get, like, right into the bits. Of course. I want, like, bit city, like, nothing but cover to cover. And this was more, this is like a guy basically, like, reading his diary and, like, going on a whole... And then he started doing songs, and I was just like, I don't... I'm guitar not, or just guitar and singing and it was just like yeah i don't need that one bit yeah it wasn't for me <laughs> no but it was one of those everyone was giving it like a five star i was like i don't know maybe it gets like really good in the second what's the half, guy's name again just so people know to avoid him whitmer thomas i don't he, think i would even consider that he kind of looks like jim carrey and tig notaro mixed mixed yeah. yes that's a tough but uh, yeah. appearance <clears throat> didn't love it gave it a shot sorry Whitmer it's alright it's alright it's alright and I, I got nothing, no other ideas shots? but there's a movie I was thinking we could put probably <laughs> pop on what do you think he's back is Unless, it The Departed no no the no the Academy Award winning best picture that is a really good that's the best movie I've ever seen but it's something something different Fuck. you wanna watch it no <laughs> oh, here it comes. Okay, I'm in. This also reminds me, I saw a rat on the streets of Boston earlier. Yeah, that's common. They're everywhere. And it got me thinking, is that the rat from the end of The Departed? Could have been. Should have asked him for his autograph. It would be cool if it would play. I know, it's totally not playing. The remote app is frozen because... We're just looking at Anthony Anderson. Hey. There he is. Oh, here we go. That should have got him an Academy Award nomination. Do you remember when Mark Wahlberg got nominated for an Academy Award for this movie? I don't. It's weird that that happened. But he did, yeah. Mother worked all goddamn. And like. There were plans to make a follow-up movie about his character because he's the only person, like in the whole movie, who survives. Just spoiler he's alert. Alive. Yeah, and like because he got nominated for an award, they were like, "He's good. Maybe we should continue." I'm glad that didn't happen, but also upset that it didn't happen because that would be a yeah. I would love that. 
Think about how much we would love that. <laughs> like We would be all over that. That would be our favorite movie. We'd be doing 90 seconds of whatever that would be called. Let's just do 90 seconds of Portrait of a Lady on Fire instead. <laughs> all right. That would actually be funny, you like writhing in pain. I was thinking that too, yeah. In. I had trouble hearing you talk about it as our listeners smashed their phones. I noticed. What? It was fine. You're being a kudja. Folks, write into Enough the Podcast at Gmail and let us know what you really thought of Scotty's Portrait of a Lady on Fire segment. And we'll have, we'll have a poll as well. Yes. This is, otherwise, and then I really think we should do. I'd love to hear from you, and also let us know if Ank is being a kudja by doing this in the postscript, but yes. I am. Um, <laughs> what was I thinking? We do need a new movie because we are, I, I noticed just on the screen, we are an hour and two minutes into 90 seconds of The Departed. Wow, we're getting there. So we only have an hour and a half left. So we have a good year and a half <laughs> to, to decide what our next movie is going to be. That's, yeah, fans, get in on that. If nothing else, let us know what the next months. what the next <laughs> movie you're going to spend the rest of your life listening to us talk about in small little quadrants. We should pick a be. we should pick a longer movie like I don't know, Dances with Wolves. That extra hour. I've actually never seen that, so that would be a funny way to watch Dances with Wolves for the first time. It's good, very slow, but good. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the show, folks. I think we've had enough. Follow us, rate and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, email enoughthepodcast at gmail.com, and uh, follow Enough the Podcast on Instagram. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Skip Seasoned. This show was brought to you by Benefix again, uh, the only company where you can go to work in your bathing suit. Have a great weekend, everybody, and... Next week on the show, we'll be discussing the new Mark Wahlberg, Peter Berg collab, Spencer Confidential, which hits Netflix next Friday. Is it really? Yeah. That should be our featured review. Oh, yeah. That's Without seems, question. We're yeah. not, are we going to Bloodshot? Let's be real. I, that's not next week, but yes. I think it answer. is next week. Okay, then yes. I think it is next Friday. I looked at, on Adam's tickets. I mean, Adam's tickets. You know I'm a Vin head. I think I, we, I'm might, we might need it. So, folks, you have that to look forward to. And, and we're going to watch uh, Color Out of Space, yes. the HP Lovecraft Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, that just came out on iTunes if you want to check it out. It's supposed to be I'll, very good. I'll watch that right now if you're up for it. We'll see. He's and get, also, we might that's see... That's a teaser. We might see the Ben Affleck alcoholic coach movie, The Way Back. Him as I, a sloppy drunk mess. Yes. He had to, the best we've ben. already made the joke about him not knowing how to play that part. But. Yeah. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Bye!